does the war really change everything? Ukrainians are often asked, what is the source of your resilience? Today we'll talk about it and how Ukrainians started to see themselves differently during the war. You're listening to the Solutions from Ukraine podcast, which is brought to you by the Rubrica Media Outlet. My name is Lodislav Faraponov, I'm the co-host of this podcast. And before we start, let me remind you that you can support us at Patreon, at patreon.com slash rubrica. After you join us at Patreon, you'll be able to send questions that we address in this podcast, and also you can get a merch with Solutions and Ukraine, of course. Usually at this point I present my co-host Anastasia, but today it will be on my own. It is really very difficult to make it today. Ukraine is still recovering from the tragedy in Uman, in the uh, Cherkasa region. The Russian missile hit the residential building, not a military object, even not in the slightest. The entire block of the residential building collapsed. 27 out of 46 apartments are ruined. It was that hard in January this year when we recorded the episode titled Ukraine Resilience Proved Russia Couldn't Win the War after some other really profound tragedies. But we covered the stories of volunteers. And let me ask you, can you imagine how many family albums there were. Now they all gone, but also the owners. People from Mariupol in the Donetsk region, which Russia destroyed last year and did the same to Bakhmut, in their memories they always say that they will be left without a single photo, album or memory. That is why we are talking today about the genealogy of Ukrainians. The dramatic 20th century largely erased Ukrainian family memories. In Soviet times, knowing who your angster was, especially if they were uh, of their own origin, in, in this case uh, we refer to other nationalities uh, and uh, the places uh, of origin specifically, it was really dangerous. And uh, therefore, many Ukrainians still do not know the real history behind their families. The current Russian-Ukrainian war has not improved the situation because uh, of the of the war itself. The family archives of many families are now inaccessible or destroyed, and yet it prompts many Ukrainians to think about their roots. But on the other hand, war is a huge risk for preserving cultural heritage. Chair of Ukraine's archives service, Anatoly Khromov, said that the priority um, of, um, of Ukraine's uh, government in that regard is actually uh, making digital at least 10% of the total volume of documents uh, that the National Archives of Ukraine possess uh, and it's only about about genealogy, so like there are many more types of documents that are available in the archive 
but today we are talking about uh, about this type of documents so of course making it available online will provide an opportunity to research family history wherever you are and uh, of course it's really important for ukrainians it it will be important for future generations it will be important also in my view to connect uh, the people who who left ukraine or who were connected to the country be, even before the war and uh, they will be able to find their connection with ukraine and it's really uh, important uh, when it comes to promoting uh, uh, more support to Ukraine and uh, even during the war and in the in the post-war reconstruction period. So it is really a matter of the great significance, again, not only for Ukrainians, but uh, to the entire world. So Anatoly Khromov says that uh, obviously the war is a huge risk not only for people's lives but also for the preservation of cultural heritage including archives and unfortunately we have to say that at least three of our mm, regions archives have been damaged uh, and uh, at least one of them is completely destroyed but uh, it was a part of um, like another archive it's not the entire account of the whole region but uh, it contained a lot of documents as well one of the reasons why i'm doing this podcast on this topic is that i'm personally interested in it and i have been doing the research over the past six years and now my family goes back to the uh, 1630s and in every branch I know my direct relatives till the early um, 19th century, at least. Of course, we'll post uh, the story that we have on, on our, our website, but let me just explain several brief rules for all who want to explore their family tree. Obviously, step one is talking to your closest relatives. At least start from them and then also uh, you can jump into uh, the the distant relatives because uh, it is really important uh, to have all the perspectives possible uh, and compare them and uh, uh, just trying to, to gather more information uh, from other sources step two is explore the family photo archive and uh, it's really important and all experts uh, that that we have been interviewing uh, they told us the same uh, it is important to sign all family photos if uh, this uh, has not been done yet uh, because uh, the memory can be sometimes false it can be uh, different from uh, from one person to another and uh, in in many years it will be possible to compare those photos that uh, your family possess with others and see how different or similar uh, people on these photos are and uh, who you you tend to think is on this particular picture step three review all family documents uh, because facts matter like marriage like birth 
death and others like uh, property it, it it also means that your relative uh, was living uh, somewhere around step four if possible do the dna test uh, of the oldest relatives unfortunately i haven't done this because i just didn't know about this practice at the time and i would really recommend that too Step five, uh, you can visit the place where your angster is from and ask the people there. But again, uh, be aware of the security situation. Uh, so the point of this step is like uh, uh, to make it as soon as possible, uh, like wherever uh, it is uh, safe uh, to visit. Step six, go to the archives or specialized sites. It is important to understand what kind of documents can shed light on the lives of your angsters. These are primarily metrical books. It's the name, uh, like uh, the documents uh, have been called uh, before the, the Bolshevik Revolution in the Soviet Union. So on in this area, the metrical book uh, is... Uh, a number of uh, documents about people, about their, again, life, uh, ab about their marriages, about their birth and, and others. Uh, and they have been, uh, uh, they have been written in the church. And uh, of course, there are some other documents like tax records and others, but these again uh, kind of metrical books are really one of the primary source for all who study uh, their uh, their family lives speaking about sites it is important that uh, also you can use uh, the really important site uh, which i also use every day uh, almost it's called family search uh, it's um, a collection of, uh, I don't even exactly know, like, how many millions of documents are there. Uh, definitely around 10 or something, even it can be much more. So, uh, uh, a family search is a, a site and uh, it's an international non-profit organization uh, it uh, dedicates its work to help people research their family history, and um, everything that everything that you need uh, is just to to log in uh, to this site, and uh, you can spend nearly a lot of hours uh, searching there because uh, uh, now they have indexation and. Uh, uh, you basically can just type the first and last name of your angster and uh, select the collection that you think he or she was living there. Uh, so, like, in order to, uh, to make your search uh, more specific. But, again, uh, this source is really great. Uh, speaking about some Ukraine's... Uh, sources uh, it is uh, also important that uh, uh, the ukrainian archives are doing that beside 
the fact that uh, they are making digital copies of the documents. And uh, right now I'm talking, for example, about the National Bank of the repressed by the Stalin regime in uh, 1930s. Uh, so uh, there is also a side uh, called the victims of, uh, of Holodomor of 1932 and uh, 33. Uh, so it is really important to study those uh, uh, sources as well because you you never know, like um, if your direct relative or a distant one was, uh, was spotted there. So, you may wonder, like, what will all this give to you? I would say that uh, in addition to the fact that you will definitely know your origin better, you will be able to understand the history of Ukraine better. So, like, when you study family history in one way or another, you're uh, reading books about some historical events, you are reading about some uh, geographical areas. So you understand the conditions uh, that your ancestors uh, were living in, their like uh, places, their habits perhaps, and others. So they, this ultimately leads you to a completely different understanding of the country's history, uh, like processes and, uh, and others. So, in general, uh, family research is like a repair. It cannot be completed, but uh, can only be stopped. Uh, some, some researchers smile, uh, uh, and I can definitely assure you it is true. So, it's you who decide how far you're willing to go with this research. We decided to make this podcast because we saw how many... Uh, people are turning up to their family history. Um, I remember that even in the first days of war, um, I was telling my family to grab a lot of documents because I know, um, I mean, I knew where um, uh, they could find them. And uh, of course, we all uh, were really uh, frightened because uh, of the fact that uh, everything can be destroyed, everything can be ruined, but uh, it is important to start. And the, the family history is, uh, um, is about you, and uh, it's, uh, it's your choice to do it or not. But uh, I know that many people who started doing this, they uh, also have started uh, like rediscovering uh, themselves, they have been rediscovering their families, and um, it is really important uh, to start because uh, it, it may be too late. And uh, unfortunately, the um, the Russian uh, missiles in my hometown, Mykolaiv, a couple of days ago, uh, today when we are making this episode, uh, it was in Uman, in Cherkasa region, uh, in the in the center of Ukraine. We see our country ruined and our people killed every day. So we know the value of these documents, of of this, uh, of all these memories, and we really encourage you to start digging into this as well. 
So stay with us, you can support us at Patreon, it will help us produce more independent podcasting and reporting. Of course, it will result in more help for Ukraine to win this hard but important war.